Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Philmore's finest, Monte Hill. <laughs> Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. It's not a football Friday. It's a payday Friday. Payday Friday. And it's brought to you by Flag and Anthem. That's right. Flag and Anthem stepping up for a football Friday, even though all we have is the Pro Bowl games. We got Lubman working on a talkback. We're trying to get our talkback going on, Lubman. Uh, get the talkback button going on. Uh, YouTube and Twitch brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. The smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. Good morning to everybody out there. Get off the graveyard shift. If you're at work, what has happened? If you're getting ready for work, what has happened? Be safe on the airwaves. Please be safe. It is raining. It's not worth it. We got a Super Bowl in a week. We got Warriors Grizzlies later today. They're trying to win their second in a row. Warriors haven't had a 2K winning streak since late December, December 22nd and 23rd. So they need to get a win. But what's happened to Sh- Shasky? We got paid today. We got paid. Yeah, and it went right out the window. Yes, it did. Immediately after it, it hit the direct deposit. It's already gone. Uh, the parking around here is so expensive. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, here's what I would say to you, B. Uh, I had a great day yesterday. You ever heard of a place? I'd never been there. Never even heard of it. And so... Consider me a novice. Mastros? Maestros? Maestros. Maestros. I didn't even know how to pronounce Downtown? it. Downtown? Right down here. It's like yeah. five blocks away, four yeah, blocks Union away. Union Square. Down the street from Union Square. One of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. Really? I, I'm not, yeah, I haven't had, I can't remember the last steak I've had. It might, might have been like, I don't know, Labor Day? It was the last time I cooked steaks? It was excellent. It was uh, Aaron, my niece's 21st birthday. We had a great time. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's we had awesome. a great time. Look so happy you. birthday, Aaron. Look at you spending big money. Uh, yeah, this one, I put my card down and, you know, shout out to Danny. Danny Danny paid for the dinner. We He does a good job. I, I think it's very fair. He's Danny who? Who's Danny? Uncle Danny. That's Uncle Danny, uh, okay. Michelle's uncle. There's a lot of names here. Yeah. A lot of names. He, he, he's over there at Tenderloin Station. You'll see him at uh, at Union Square from time to time. You'll see him at the United Nations Plaza. He's trying to clean up the, the great street, streets of San Francisco. He's one of the uh, premier police officers in San Francisco. He was the... Uh, so I he's th- getting paid just to walk around. No, he's a great cop. He must be a good life, Uncle Daddy. Emerald Society Police Officer of the Year a couple years back. Sounds like... Uh... 
No, he's a legend. Uncle Danny has never used his firearm. <laughs> oh, that is. <laughs> we're not going to get into that. Uh, Uncle Danny has never wrote a ticket. <laughs> we're not going to get into Uncle that. Uncle Danny's just riding his bicycle around you just square, making sure the streets are clean. No, nah, Danny's the best. Oh, man, I'm kidding. And okay. shout out to the other police officers out there at the mobile unit. He had to watch the Niner game in the mobile unit. Well, that's not bad. It was about time he did something. He said the, the TV was very grainy. Well, yeah, well, I mean, all that money he's making, buy a new TV, Uncle Danny. Come on, you guys are crying broke. You guys are crying broke this morning. No, Uncle Daddy, we love you. Thanks for serving our community um, here. Listen, Jed York yesterday. I do. And, and, and you know what? I'm going to take this stance, Shaska, on Jed York. Because I got a couple theories on what he said. And what he said kind of made sense to what I was trying to say. Okay. About the Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Brock Purdy situation. And he kind of validated that, in my opinion. But what did you make of Jed York coming out and talking yesterday? Because honestly, I have no problem with it. I don't have Listen. a problem with it, but I just like to me, like when I think of the the two Super Bowls that the Niners have lost, they just unnecessarily talked beforehand. And most people don't remember, you know, the Friday before the Super Bowl uh, in 2019. It was January 20th or 24th of 2020 at the time. Jed did the same thing. He had an impromptu little press conference. Right. And, you know, look, he owns the team with his family. He can do whatever he wants. Just me, quite frankly, I wouldn't talk until the season's over. Because that final game, things can happen. Think about how we felt going into the Super Bowl with the team, the roster, everything that was in place. Think about how you felt as an organization and as a fan base after the Super Bowl. There was a lot of things that happened that people couldn't unsee. Relationships changed slightly. I'm not saying it was the end-all, be-all, but... Allow the season to finish. Now, I know Joe Lacob has spoken multiple times at the finals, at the beginning of the finals. I don't love that either. You know? So this isn't like an anti-Jed thing. My theory is always this. Wait till the season has some conclusions and you can speak with some certainties and be able to reflect on the moment. That's just me. I never want to count my chickens before they hatch. I never want to, you know, go out in front. There's no obligation to see everyone in the media. Um... And, and again, it's not the end-all, be-all. I'm not outraged. I just didn't love it. Um, Listen, we applaud Joe Lacob when he does talk, when he does speak, and he takes a podium. We love when Joey Lightyears comes to the studio and talks before the season. We love when he makes his bold proclamations about the season. We've talked to him before the season, the championship year, and this past season. He had the press conference before the NBA Finals against the Boston Celtics, and I don't think he was – Counting his rings, I don't think he was guaranteeing championships. He just spoke about how he felt about the season going along. I got, I have no problem with Joe Lacob speaking. And you know what? If there's anybody who does deserve deserve to speak, it is Jed York because Jed York doesn't speak much. We were just talking about this a month ago. Boy, it'd be nice to hear from Jed at some point about how things are going on. We just asked that about a month ago. Jed hasn't spoken at all. 2019, okay, he talked before the Super Bowl, headed the trophy to Mike Shedahead, Kyle Shedahead, 2020, I should say, January yeah, 2020. That Friday before right. the Super Bowl, before they left, he right. he did the same he, thing. He, he had an impromptu he had an, And I don't think it had no impact on the game. You don't believe in, in, in karma? The Niners were up 20 to 10 I'm with seven asking, minutes left. I'm just asking. They were up 20 to 10 with seven minutes left. And it's not, it's not like Jet York is talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. 
He's discussing his own team. He's discussing their inner workings of his quarterback and his head coach and what has happened by high to seed. So I've got no problem with Jed York speaking. Listen, Joe Lincoln could speak, and we all applaud him. And we all say, Joe, you like years. Oh, he puts his money where his mouth is. Most expensive football, basketball team in the NBA. Well, Jed York has doled out at least $355 million in guarantees, and that's not including Nick Balsa. That's not including the go-ahead to trade for Randy Gregory. It's not including the green light to trade for Chase Young. Jed York has spent his money to keep premium players in this market, on this football team. He extended the GM, or president of football operations, John Lynch. He extended Kyle Shanahan, saying, you know what? I love the stability that we have here. We have something brewing. We have a special organization again. We are a contender. We are one of the blue bloods of this league. So when Jed York came out and spoke yesterday, it's not, it's what he said was just like, wow. Well, that, I can't we'll believe he that. said that. But I have no problem with Jed York speaking at all. Well, I, I disagree. You know, Joe Lacob, in, in contrast, if we're going to use him as an example, Joe Lacob's available at the beginning of the year. Yep. Joe Lacob's available during the year. Joe Lacob's available at any time. Joe wants to talk. He does podcasts. Right. He's come into the studio. Um and we never have a problem with it, well, correct? I, I, it's not nobody's, about a problem. It's not about no, problem. No, no, no. But there's nobody's, a time and a place. No, I think that there, I personally believe when you're running a business, there's a time and a place, right? And to me, you know, there's really no point at the very end of the season coming in right before the biggest game and talking. That's just the way I would do things right. if I was running business. I would wait till the season's over. Personally, well, that, I've listened to, to many different people who have owned teams. They've had this panel. I don't know if you've ever listened to the business podcast with David Sampson and uh, the guy who used to run to the ESPN. But I, like, I, talking David at the Sampson is of, an absolute crook. Well, he I mean, can't walk the streets of South Beach, Miami. Why the hell would I would listen well, to him? He, he, he can't even come outside. There's no obligation <laughs> for an owner to talk. But if you're going to talk, you talk before the season, you talk at the conclusion there, of the There's season. a mandate for that? Well, no, that's kind of like the, Rob, the standard operating procedure. Robert Kraft speaks when he wants to speak. You never hear him. Jerry Jones speaks when he wants well, to speak. And you don't like Jerry. Uh, but that. I think Jerry Jones does it every single week after a game. That's, that's nasty work. That's right after a game in the locker room. I don't like that. Every single week. And he does radio interviews. Well, I just think if you're, Every if you're looking week. at Joe Lacob, the thing I would say about Joe Lacob is during bad seasons, he's there. During good seasons, he's there. He's available to talk. And I'm sure that we there are heard times... From, we haven't heard from Joe Lacob. Ever since the preseason, ever since the preseason, I thought he came on with you guys, uh, especially at the uh, the beginning of, beginning of the year. Yeah, well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Beginning, beginning of the year, you know. So I don't know. Like I, again, it's not the end all be all. Just for me, if you haven't talked all year, I just wait till the season's over. Right, well, just wait another what? week. Why? 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 Because. It's just there's no there's no need to, to be talking uh, about you know stories and fairy tales and things that you think have happened and like I don't know I just for me that's the way I would op operate my business. Well, he, this is his business, and I think if there's anything, Jed York, when you spend the money that you spend and you spend the draft capital and you extend the head coaches and you're getting ready for a Super Bowl, why not hold court? But it was what he said that really struck me. It was what he said about the quarterback situation. Chad York told a story about Kyle Shanahan during the 2022 NFL 49ers training camp. First week of training camp. I was in Europe trying to read every single report. You guys were out there at the field. And nobody's bringing up Brock Purdy. 
Except, I guess you give Larry Kruger some credit for saying, hey, Brock Purdy's playing pretty well. You may want to keep your eyes on him. But nobody really batted an eye at Brock Purdy. It's about Jimmy being on the baby field and Trey Lance, whether or not he was struggling on a football field. Well, Jed tells a story about Kyle Shanahan pulling him over to the side the first week of training camp. And listen to what Jed York had to say about that situation. Rock, but that's a good example of Kyle's directness. You know, last year in preseason, I think week one of training camp, which you have a, a quarterback that we're paying, I think, $20 million to. You have a guy that you drafted with investing three first round picks into, and he grabs me after practice. He's like, hey, hey man, we, we, we got to talk. And that's generally not a good thing when the coach <laughs> tells you we got to talk. Like, all right, what's up? And he's like, ah, I think our third string quarterback's our best quarterback. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, oh, he's like, obviously, like, we've invested in Trey. Like, Trey's doing a good job. Like, we're going to do everything that we can. We're not going to change that. And we're not going to change the depth chart. But, like, I think Brock will end up being our quarterback at some point. And, like, he didn't force it. But you had two injuries, and that's how Brock ended up playing. But he's he's always honest, even if it's not, like, one thing that owners don't love to hear when they've invested money and or draft picks or both into people that the last pick in the draft is the guy that we think is the best. That's that's generally not great news, but he's honest and he let it play out the right way. Okay. And so that's Shanahan, that's Jed York on the Shanahan situation. So here's my theory. The whole time, whole time I thought this. When the 49ers re-signed Jimmy, because at that point in the first week of the season, they still have the rights to Jimmy Garoppolo, but he was not practicing with the football team. He was on the little baby field throwing passes to guys in shirts in shorts, graduate assistants. I don't know who the hell they were. But that's where Jimmy was at that point. It was Trey. It was Sudfeld. It was Brock Purdy. Now, my theory was Jimmy Garoppolo was back, not because it was an indictment on Trey Lance, Jimmy was brought back because Jan probably told Kyle Shanahan, okay, if you really believe Brock Purdy's going to be playing at some point this season, we can't go into the season with Trey Lance, who's only got two starts under his belt, and we can't go in there with the backup being Brock Purdy, who's never thrown an NFL pass. I need a veteran here in case something goes wrong with Trey Lance, and we can't go right away to Brock Purdy. I need some experience in that football, in that quarterback football locker room, or whatever quarterback room, I should say. And Sudfeld wasn't cutting it. And so they I believe they brought Jimmy back to have insurance and have a veteran in the locker room saying, okay, we know who Jimmy is. Jimmy's helped us win a lot of football games. If things do go awry with Trey Lance, we have at least Jimmy. But we cannot, Kyle, we cannot go into the season with Trey Lance as a starter with only two starts under his belt and Brock Purdy backing him up, Mr. Irrelevant. We can't do that. Kyle, so Kyle probably said, okay, let's work. If we can't trade Jimmy, let's work on bringing him back. And if, you know what, he reduced his contract, he renegotiated, mm-hmm. reworked his deal, and he brought, got brought. That was my theory the whole time. I just didn't believe that Jed would allow mm-hmm. Kyle to go into the season with two young quarterbacks like I, Brock and Trey Lance. I think that's a very plausible uh a, a plausible, you know, scenario that you're laying out there. I I actually subscribe to portions of that. Look, I I don't want to parse every single word Jed is saying 
because then it, it sounds like I'm out to get them or that I'm, you know, jaded and I don't like them or this, that, the other. I just don't believe. I don't believe the whole story at all. What like, don't you believe about Well, it? I just, if the kids in the in the car, when you drive around with a bunch of 12-year-olds and you're on your way to baseball practice and somebody says something ridiculous, you know what the kids say? I call Cap on that. Yeah. And that's kind of what? like listening to Jed. I'm like, all right, dude. What do you, but what do you call it? I'm going to tell you. It's a great fairy tale. But, like, I remember exactly how that week went, okay? The first three practices were non-padded practices, all right? At the time, the NFL Network was there. And I remember Steve Weish was mm -hmm. out there. Mariucci was out there. Mm -hmm. um, we were out there. Lubman, me, Lankford. Uh, I believe there was somebody else with us. Guru was there for parts of the time. He says he calls him the third-string quarterback. Now, and he had referenced Jimmy making $20 million. So, like, and again, I don't want to get all deep in the weeds here. At the time, the reason the NFL Network was there was because there was still indecision on whether the Niners were going to trade Jimmy, bring him back, renegotiate right. his deal, or right. cut him outright. Right. He was not on the depth chart. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. He, he was wasn't. not on the depth chart. They had Sudfeld in, in fold, and Sudfeld was getting a ton of reps. All right? So I just find it hard to believe that they decided to restructure Jimmy Garoppolo, bring him back after four or five weeks of training camp of seeing Brock and cutting Sudfeld, and not elevating Brock Purdy to the number two status and just releasing Jimmy Garoppolo or, you know, getting rid of him. Because they could have at that time. They had the injury settlement. There was a window to release Jimmy well, that's Garoppolo. Why I believe, that's why I believe Jimmy was back. Because, again, I don't believe Jed felt comfortable or John Lynch felt comfortable saying, okay, if Brock Purdy is that guy, I can't go into the season with Trey Lance with two starts under his belt. That, no, that I believe. And Brock Purdy being the backup without a starter under his belt with this championship roster. I can't possibly go into the season with those two guys as my top two quarterbacks. So here we do. We do have Jimmy over here. Is there any way if we can't, if Southfield doesn't perform at a high level, and we don't Sunfield believe Sunfeld, and Sunfeld was terrible. Was terrible. So knowing that Sunfeld was, really was terrible, was let's really renegotiate bad. Jimmy's deal, and in case something goes awry, Jimmy's our backup for the meantime. But if you have so much conviction in the other guy after a couple of practices, yes. right? That this is where I'm coming. This is the part where I, I I'm jokingly saying I call cap on that. If you have such conviction and you believe in Kyle and you've allowed him to control everything in the organization, and the guy swung huge, massive deals across the board, Trey notwithstanding. Why would you intervene if he thinks he's the best quarterback right then and there? Then why is he in street clothes week one, week two, week three, until Trey goes down? Because like, I, these could, are, the, these I are the questions that I have. I don't think they really were convinced that – not not that Brock wasn't the guy because well, they, they heard they from Romanowski. Brock. They might have locked Brock. But, but saying they could, that you knew you after could, a couple of non-padded practices, P, it feels a little – The PR hit and the noise that would have been brought to their attention had they got into the season – season with Trey's a starter and Brock is a backup. Think about that. Just think about that for a second. If the Niners, if they were convicted, they still couldn't sell that to the fans. Brock Purdy, our number two quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant. He's going to be our backup quarterback going into the season in which we have championship aspirations. Yeah, I, I know, but we were we were kind of content in believing that it was going to be Nate Sudfeld, and no one thought Nate Sudfeld was any good as a number two. So, you know, like, again, I, I saw it a variety of different ways, but the way that they're painting it, I just don't think it's as accurate as they're making it out to be. I think it sounds great. I think three, four, five years from now, had they hoisted a Lombardi, makes a great fairy tale. 
I don't I don't necessarily believe it at face value. And I'm not, I'm not calling Jed a liar. I just think it's a little exaggerated. You think that Shanahan wasn't sold on Brock Purdy to No, I think he really liked Brock Purdy. But if he thought that he was that good, why would you go through the extras? You would have never maybe even that's turned part of over your job. the... What? That's part of your job is to evaluate the situation that you have. If there, no, if but it was only... No, but hold on, hold on. If it, was only, if, it was, if it was only three non-padded practices, then you owe it to yourself to play the rest of the month out in training camp. You owe it to yourself to say, okay, it's just three back? practices. Well, they brought Jimmy back late. They brought Jimmy back late because, again, what I believe, they brought Jimmy back because Sudfeld stunk. And they were like, forget Sudfeld. Let's bring Jimmy back to at least have a veteran in the locker room, a veteran in that quarterback room. We can't possibly go into the season. We, may, we think Brock is the guy. But we owe it to ourselves to at least have some insurance here with a veteran quarterback that we know. I, that's that's my that's. I, I think it I don't sounds think it good gone. in retrospect. I don't. I just don't believe it at face. But value. that's. I believe that from day one. Okay. From day one, I believe the only reason why Jimmy was back was an indictment on Trey. It was more so we can't go into the season with two guys with two starts under their belts with experience. So Jed I, is so, intervening on roster decisions. John, John Lynch probably. John Lynch probably. He probably told him, "Say, like, hey, Kyle, man, this sounds good, but we've invested all this draft capital." And we have Jimmy here on the backfield just in case something goes awry on this football field. I think it's plausible. I don't know. I, Look, I, I Here's the thing. We're never going to know any of these things. I just laugh that they're all giving themselves a pat on the back after the whole thing happened. Like they knew all along and it was the grand scheme. And all I'm saying is sometimes you get lucky. And I don't think that you guys had some crazy grand scheme. I think he got a little lucky. So, and it's okay to say that so, out loud. So even if the players are saying, boy, that Brock Party's looking good. Fred Warner and Trent Williams walking off the practice sure. field. I mean, you don't believe them? Are they just capping? No, but Bonte, there's, I'm happy with Brock there's many. There's many freeway exits from the guy looks good to he's clear-cutting away our best quarterback and Bill get Robin, these other guys out Bill of the Bill Romanowski also told us, Mike like Shanahan, to Bill Romanowski always told us, too, that he, when he ran into Mike Shanahan, Shanahan told him, I told that Brock Purdy kid, be ready. He's the guy. Robo told us that. All right. Uh, it is a Warriors game day brought to you by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G network made for streaming live sports. What's coming up in the game brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. Check your phone calls on the situation. How do you feel about Jake York speaking? Personally, I don't have a problem with him. Shasky would prefer him to maybe stay a little more quiet uh, during the week of the Super Bowl. I got no problem with Jed speaking. We have no problem with Joey Lightyears. Why the hell do we have a problem with Jed? He deserves. He's built that equity. We'll get into more of that right here on The Border Roast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. the morning roast with Vontae and Shasky. Welcome, welcome, welcome back here on the Frisco slash Payday Friday. Hopefully everybody has had a good week and is getting ready for a good weekend. We got the Pro Bowl games. Uh, got Warriors and Grizzlies tonight. Warriors and Grizzlies tonight at 5 o'clock. Tip off in Memphis as the Warriors begin their five-game road trip. Memphis today, Atlanta tomorrow, Brooklyn on Monday, Philadelphia Wednesday, and Thursday against Indiana. Uh, Indiana. By the way, some bad news for Joel B. Torn meniscus. It just stinks. Brutal, brutal blow for the Philadelphia 76ers. Warriors will catch a break by not facing him next Wednesday, but he was having an all-time season, 36 points a game, 11.5 rebounds. And the way it happened, Kaminga's just trying to play hard. There was nothing malicious about it. He's going for the basketball, and it's just, ah, you hate to see it to Joel Embiid. You hate to see it. By the way, can have eggs and toast with the roast next Friday. Eggs and toast with the roast. Nice. 7.30 and 8.30, we're going to qualify two lucky listeners. And basically, we'll, we will ask you a question about the show. Not today's show, but the show history. We'll ask you a question, and the first caller to get it right will have eggs and toast with the roast next Friday. Word on the street is Proposition Chicken in Oakland will provide the food. Proposition Chicken, Ari and Max, the owners, they're going to hook us up. Ari and Max, are you kidding me? Proposition Chicken, Shasky. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's delicious. Barbecue, homestyle ranch. I'm ready for it. They got a buffalo chicken sandwich. I'm going to have to uh, do some big exercising leading up to that. I'm ready to go because I'm about to put down some protein. Mm. Good for you. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Uh, by the way, some breaking news in baseball as well. Theo Epstein is returning to the Boston Red Sox. He'll join Fidway Sports Group as a senior advisor. Oh. And while he won't be in charge of personnel decisions, his voice should carry enormous weight oh. as the Red Sox figure out a way to get back into contention in the AL East. That's according to oh. Jeff Passett of ESPN. Theo Epstein, back with the Red Sox. Not going to save baseball like he claimed he was going to as part of Major League Baseball's commissioner office. He's only going to save the Red Sox. By the way, the Baltimore Orioles, they got new ownership group coming in. Did you see what they did? What? They traded for Corbin Burns. Oh, yeah. They they have a plethora Wait, of... the Orioles did? Yeah, they did. When? Yesterday. Did that happen yesterday? We're, we're, 
Where have you been? Oh, I've not been and tapped I'm into baseball. I'm questioning it. Like, I've not been I'm tapped like, into no, baseball. No, it definitely happened. Yeah, I'm like, what time did it happen? You really locked in on I, your Orioles there. I was so what sure. What time did it happen? And like, you got me doubting myself. No, what it was time? like middle of the day. They traded one of their infield prospects for Corbin Burns. He's got a one year deal. Uh, I was so busy yesterday. I did not see that. Uh, Are you kidding me? Yeah, well, the Giants were heavily linked to him. There I'm, were a lot of people I had heard that they were going to, you know, Corbin I Burns. Is a, oh, my God. What a deal for them. Well, everyone was like, well, we should have given up Lucy. I was like, no. No, he's got one year left on his deal. I'm not. I'm not giving you a multiple top five prospects for Holy smokes. Burns. It's Holy a great smokes. move for the Baltimore Orioles. Huge move for them. You know, they've got one of the best pipelines in baseball. They got Jackson right. Holiday, who hasn't even you know hasn't even sniffed the bigs yet, and they still got Gunnar Henderson, and they've got a squad. Audi Rushman. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, Corbin Burns. I don't know where that drop is. Are you excited? So. Adley, Corbin Adley. Burns, your fa- one of your favorite pitchers yeah, no, on no one doubt. of your favorite teams. Oh, my gosh. Wow, I'm looking at it right and now. And thus concludes baseball time. I, I, no, the, I, I haven't been, I'm telling you, I've been so tapped out of baseball. Nothing, wow, I didn't even get the alert from Jeff Pass. Do I get my alerts still from Jeff Passon? Did I take my alerts off? I must have taken my alert. Wow. Wow, I used to get the alerts. I didn't see it. Yeah, I was about years old. Damn. Yeah. Look at the Orioles. Anyway, all right. Exit toast with the Rose next Friday. Uh, <laughs> when I said, new owners. When I said it, I looked across at him, and, and, and I was like, well, maybe the internet got me, and maybe I'm wrong. No. I started doubting Ball myself. Ball sack sports at it again. I, I, that's right. I was like, oh, man, maybe I'm Ball. an idiot here, and I like wow. totally had no confidence. Wow. wow. I was leaking oil. Uh, 707, the Comcast business <laughs> sex line, Yay. says that Exit toast with the Rose changed the theme for next year to get – Toasted and roasted Ooh. with Shasky and Bonte. Toasted and roasted. Well, this is a smoke-free zone. <laughs> Stunned and blunted. <laughs> Stunned and blunted. Smoke-free zone. No drugs. Uh, it's a drug-free show today. You okay? know, B, B, I, I just, <laughs> look, I, I, look, Jed owns the team with his family. He can do whatever he wants. That's his That's his prerogative. That's you his, really have an issue with him speaking. I just, look. We I applaud Joe Lacob every time he speaks. Uh. Nobody ever questions with Joe Lake of I think right before the biggest the biggest game of the year when it comes to football and it's a one-game scenario, there's just the last thing you need is anything coming out of anyone's mouth that's gonna like get diced up and create any kind of narrative. Because you're going in, you're going into one of the craziest weeks when it comes to like scrutiny, speculation, etc. I mean, we heard yesterday from Carmen Policy, Deion Sanders tried to get a hundred tickets right. to the Super Bowl. And Carmen Policy's like, How about I give you twelve to a steakhouse? And Jerry Rice was mad because of the distractions. Right. Again, I, I just treat the Super Bowl a little different than maybe some of the other sports. And I think that, you know, there's a reason why the uh, Major League Baseball, for example, doesn't want any of the leagues, any of the teams hiring anyone during the week of this, the World Series. They don't want the distractions. I know during Super Bowl week, you know, the NFL says, hey, don't announce anything if you're one of these other teams. I, I, I'm i of the nature in this scenario because it's such a big game, less is more. And then afterwards, you can do all the boasting and the bragging and, and whatever you want or the scrutiny or whatever. You want that? That's just how I would do it. And again, I'm not mad. I'm not angry. It's just, it's not preferable. Yeah, but it's okay. I, I think we're making a big deal about nothing. The owner came out and spoke and gave us some great nuggets about what went on with the quarter. We're finding out that Shanahan was sold on Brock Purdy a week into his tenure as 49ers quarterback. He was sold on Brock Purdy the first week of training camp, well, which so- again, I didn't hear that from anybody, but, but we're. 
eight days away from the Super Bowl. Well, nine days away from the yes. Super Bowl. Yes. By the time next week comes around, people are going to resurface the story. They're going to ask Brock Purdy a million questions. Of course. It's not going to be a distraction. These guys are professional. They know how to block out the noise. This isn't doing anything. This is getting a couple clicks. And once the news cycle goes to tomorrow, we'll be talking about Warriors. And Jay York will be a thing of the past. What he said will be a thing of the past. Now, this will help out people with their stories. But next week's going to be next week. And a lot of things are going to be distracting. The owner came out and spoke about the situation. I don't think it's a big deal at all. I really don't. Well, to me, it just seems to be very self-serving and builds up to the fairy tale that they knew along all along. And I just think sometimes you're not as precise as that. And sometimes you back into things. Like, for example, this is the same organization that was so cutthroat to Jimmy Ward that they said, no, we're going to take this veteran off the streets who anyone could have had for a minimum salary in Gibson, and he's going to take your spot, and you're not going to play. But yet at the quarterback position, they're going to use a a different mindset. I don't know. I just the Quarterback position is the most important position in all of sports. It's no, not even comparable no, no to a safety. That. And they And they figured out a way for Jimmy Ward to contribute. They said, we need you at the nickel. We need you at the nickel back spot. I'm just saying, we can, like, we if, can you're roll with Gibson, if you're that cutthroat, if you're that cutthroat, then you would have bid adieu to Sudfeld much you, earlier than you did. You tell me, and all you wouldn't th- have wasted all those reps on him. You tell no, I think you owed it to yourself to see what Sudfeld had with the pads, and you had the Jimmy you Garoppolo, but you also had the Jimmy Garoppolo situation where you couldn't trade him. You're actively trying to trade Jimmy, so you needed to keep a veteran in that quarterback room at some point. Yeah, Sudfeld wouldn't contribute. But at the time, he you sucked. only had the two quarterbacks, right? Room, only right? The- so, like, most teams were only suiting up two quarterbacks. Right. Again, I'm not. I'm not saying that Jed is malicious. But you had you had the I situation. Think this is a tall tale. No, I don't. I I believe Jed and everything he said. Maybe he's too truthful. We don't want to handle the truth. We don't want to handle the truth that Trey Lance was never the guy. It is what it is with Trey Lance. Well, no, clearly I feel like they, some of us with Trey Lance are holding on hope that man Trey didn't get a fair deal. Well, it was apparent that according to the head coach, Brock Purdy was outplaying him. I didn't see the reps. I was in Europe. I didn't know what was going on. So, but but if that's the case, I'm just saying, like, if you're running an organization and someone tells you that's the best guy and he's buried on the depth chart and Trey goes down and then Jimmy goes in and Jimmy plays, you might not ever be able to pull over that that poker card at any point. So I would say, like, if you believed with such conviction he was that good, man, I, I, maybe you should have elevated him to a higher status earlier. Well, but, I, that's but, all. But think about going into the season. You already got question marks about Trey Lance. Going into the season, and he had two starts under his belt. The Houston Texans start, the do-or-die game, in which he performed at minimum like Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. in that football game. And he got to start earlier that season uh, with against Arizona, where they lost 17-10. to They couldn't convert fourth downs, and Trey looked a little looked a little rattled at it, which you know, was his first start of his career. You couldn't go into the season with Trey Lance having two starts under his belt and then the seventh-round pick, who was the last pick of the draft. As the backup quarterback. Again, Think about what that would have told a lot of people. That would have been a PR nightmare. Well, so you needed to – so, again, you had Jimmy Garoppolo on the side field saying, I'm trying to work out a deal with him. I'm trying to get him traded. He doesn't have a market. Let's just hold on to his rights while we have Subfield. And let's see what Subfield has. And if Subfield doesn't have anything – we can always fall back on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that's a great business model. I think they didn't give a quarterback away for free. They brought a quarterback back who helped them go to two NFC Championship games, and you had a veteran's present, a veteran presence in that quarterback room to where, you know what, we believe Brock Purdy's going to play, but we don't have to rush it right now because we got Jimmy G back. I got no problem with it. You got no problem with Jerry Jones talking every week on the radio. Why do we have a problem he's with Because available, Jerry? win, lose, or draw. Yeah, but he talks too much. 
every game, before the game, every week on the radio, you have no problem with that. He talks too much. Jerry Jones talks way too much. You can't just talk when you're winning. Right? You have to be, if you're going to talk, you talk win, lose, or draw. He talked when he lost, and you guys told him to shut the hell up, Jed York. You guys said enough of Jed York when he were losing, right? I don't get why right, we're going we're so hard on Jed York when Joe Lacob talks all the time, but we have no problem with it. We give Joey Lightyear's high fives. If anybody's built the, built the equity to talk, Jed York has built the equity to talk. He spent over $400 million in guaranteed money on his team. So has every other NFL team that gets $500 million in TV cash. No, they the don't spend like Jed. The Cardinals they don't spend like Jed, Chasky. They don't spend like Jed. No. I bet nope. if, I, if I looked nope. at the Arizona Cardinals and their escrow accounts, they would match over the last two years they the exact amounts. They don't spend like Bonte. the Niners, man. Bonte, they don't there's spend a minimum like the spending in the NFL. Why are we just hating on Jed? We're hating on Jed just to hate on Jed. What's coming We're up in the game? Accurate. Brought to Brought to you by Fremont Bank Full Service Bank. You know, compromises. You got a problem with Jed speaking? Because I sure the hell don't. 888-957-9570 is the number. Give us a call here on the Rust. I believe Mahomes is a crybaby. This is Steve Kerr, and you're listening to the Morning Roast on 95.7 The Game. Did that make the round to Kansas City? No. They're ignoring it. Bill Romanowski, they're probably saying Romo's crazy. That's just what Romo does. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> segment's and I love him. By go to State Lumber, serving the Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit go to statelumber.com. Anybody got a problem with what Jed York said? Or do you have a problem with Jed York speaking yesterday down in Santa Clara? The Niners get ready for Super Bowl 58 against the Kansas City Chiefs. We got another week to digest this game, break it down, get your matchups, X factors, who's the key, what's going to happen, all that stuff. We're going to do it all next week. We'll take a deep dive. We've got Warriors and Grizzlies today. Uh, Warriors and Grizzlies. Don't forget, shameless shout out, 745. Shameless shout outs at 745. And we're going to qualify a lucky listener for eggs and toast with the roast. Eggs and toast with the roast. Can't wait for that. Cannot wait. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun here. But Jed York. Told us a story about Kyle Shanahan discussing his quarterback situation. This is the first week of the season, or first week of training camp, uh, apparently, when Kyle Shanahan told this to Jay York in 2022. You know, I mean, we haven't really talked much about Brock, but that's a good example of Kyle's directness. You know, last year in preseason, I think week one of training camp, which you have a, a quarterback that we're paying, I think, $20 million to. You have a guy that you drafted with investing three first-round picks into, and he grabs me after practice and says, hey, hey, man, we we, we got to talk. And that's generally not a good thing when your coach tells you <laughs> you got to talk. Like, all right, what's up? And he's like, ah, I think our third-string quarterback's our best quarterback. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, well, he's like, obviously, like, we've invested in Trey. Like, Trey's doing a good job. Like, we're going to do everything that we can. We're not going to change that. And we're not going to change the depth chart. But, like, I think Brock will end up being our quarterback at some point. And, like, he didn't force it. Right? You had two injuries, and that's how Brock ended up playing. But he's he's always honest, even if it's not, like, one thing that owners don't love to hear when they've invested money and or draft picks or both into people that the last pick in the draft is the guy that we think is the best. That's, that's that's generally not great news, but he's honest and he let it play out the right way. So that's Jed York and whether or not you believe him is one thing, but now I do wonder how Shedahead feels about that. 
think Kyle has an issue with that? Well, I mean, it makes him look like a genius. Kyle? Yeah. Well, uh, well, I guess you could take it both ways. I mean, yeah, it makes him look like he saw somebody like I. I really see something in this guy, but also. You were also the guy that gave guaranteed money to Nate Sudfeld, and you were also the guy that moved three draft picks to get, you know, to get Trey Lance. So I mean, you can go in both directions. As long as Brock Purdy works out, none of the other backstory really matters. The victors will write the narrative. You know what I mean? Like this is what happens in society when whoever, whatever particular culture wins, they end up writing history, right? So if Brock Purdy wins, they can write whatever story they want about how they found him, and that's really all that matters. I just, to me, this would be something that I would probably hold a little closer to the vest and wait, you know, down the line to 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 explain. That's just me. Again, not not mad, not angry. It's just like, you know, I, I think this is a little unnecessary at this particular point in time. It's not hurting anybody, but I would have just waited a little on it. Yeah. Uh, just get out in front of it now. I, I don't have an issue. It with just it. feels like you're looking for a pat on the back about how smart you are. And and I think that, you know, you don't have to tell us, you know, you're, you're winning, Will. And a lot of owners do this. This is not exclusive to Jet. A lot of people do this. They want to let you know how smart they are. Um, and so, you know, just win the championship, and, and you'll get all the praise you'll ever you'll ever want. Will he get the praise, though? Will Jet get the praise? Because he's got he hasn't gotten the praise up until this point. Nobody brings up Jed York. I brought up just yeah. the other day that he's taking his team to three Super Bowls yeah, under well, his watch. I, I don't remember that, but nobody. it seems like Jed York doesn't get the credit for spending all the money that he spent on this team, the stadium, the events that they bring to Levi Stadium, and, of course, the success for championship games in five years. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Not mad at that at all. How about this one, though? Jen York spoke about the McCaffrey trade. This was fascinating as well. <laughs> he thought it was a lot to give up for a running back, and I, I think John and I thought it was just the right amount to give up for Christian. And you know, I, I remember that very vividly where it's like, look, it's not a pass rusher, it's not a quarterback, but it's a good player, but like, do we want to give up that much? And like collectively, it was, do you want him to go to L.A.? Like, do, do you want, like, this is where we are, right? And... And I mean, as somebody that plays poker a little bit, like you don't go all in on like, you know, six jack offsuit, right? When you have pair of jacks or ace king, like you might not win the hand, but like that's the time that you want to push your chips into the middle. And I feel like that's where we were with Christian and we did give up a lot, but I think we have one of the best, if not the best player in the National Football League on our team. And, you know, for Kyle, because he cares so much about the overall organization and you you look at us when we draft when we do things in free agency it's generally on the defensive side of the ball like we, we generally do not draft offensive players super high we're not doing a ton of stuff in free agency for offensive players it, it is more that he's focused on the defense because he knows he's going to spend more time on the offense and i think it was just making sure that he felt comfortable knowing that like, it might not work but it's it's a bet that we're all willing to make you don't smile when you hear that whole that whole exchange. Smile, yeah. I'm happy that they did trade it for Christian McCaffrey. I love the insight. See, I find it funny that like in my mind, I'm now imagining a conversation of John Lynch and, and Jed on one side explaining draft value and positional value to Kyle Shanahan, who's forgotten more about football than anyone on the planet. Right? Like, I just find that funny. I find that to be funny. Like, not that these things don't happen. I just. I, well, sometimes <laughs> it well, gives me a chuckle. Sometimes Kyle is his own worst enemy. Though. No doubt, this is why you have a crew the, of scouts. This is why you have, you know, other people on the, the staff. Right. It's funny to to hear me so, to hear Jed explain well, that him and John were on one side of the room, you know, saying we should do this trade, and Kyle well, was like, 
I don't know. It might be a little too well, rich. Well, I find that to be funny. Well, I find it to be revealing that sometimes Kyle's and these head coaches, look at Belichick right now. He doesn't have a job. You let Belichick go out and buy his old groceries, what has happened to the New England Patriots, right? You let these coaches go out and get their old groceries, sometimes they don't know how to cook. Kyle Shanahan has beat the table for Joe Williams. The guy didn't last one training camp. Yes. Right? How many? They went outside Jarek McKinnon. He was a bust and a flop with the 49ers. All right? Kyle Shanahan has moved up and said, hey, we got to get this D-tackle. We have to get this D-tackle. Well, you draft Solomon Thomas, and that didn't work out. And you draft Javon Kinlaw, and a lot of people are out on him. It's been an underwhelming tenure with the 49ers for Javon Kinlaw. Yeah, but, but so sometimes, sometimes Shanahan is his own worst enemy. Think about that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's too much for Chris McCaffrey. Now the guy can't sit McCaffrey down. Now he has all these fans saying, you got to limit McCaffrey's touches. You're using them too much. So it's pretty funny to me that Shanahan sometimes like, eh, that's too much for a running back. Shanahan, your offense is stuck in neutral right now. You need to make this trade. And get more credit to John Lynch because, because we forget he's the Hall of Fame player. Uh-huh. So he played at a high level, at a Hall of Fame level. Okay. So I'm not laughing too much when John Lynch says, hey, man, I think we need to do this, dude. Forget these damn picks. It's just there's a contradiction of, like, if Shanahan's so brilliant and, and he's genius and he knew that the quarterback, after a couple practices, was going to be the best guy, but then he doesn't understand positional value for Christian McCaffrey. Like, I, I'm laughing at Jed trying to, like, explain that well, to, to, to Kyle. May, I find that funny. He may have understood it, but he probably was like, oh, that's a lot of picks. That's a lot of picks. Every coach you know? in the history of any sport, even the greatest of the great, no matter who you're picking, whether it be Bruce Bochy, Popovich, Phil Jack, they've got a laundry list of guys that they liked that didn't work out. Yep. They all do. They absolutely all do. It's just, you know, we were sitting here and we're praising Jed, and he does deserve a lot of credit. They are a great run franchise. I mean, they're like basically a, a version of the Yankees in football. Like, that's kind of what they are, right? Some sort of a version. They're a cash cow. No one denies any of those things. But We've praised him for staying out of the way, and now he's explaining how him and ja John are, like, lobbying to Kyle Shanahan to trade for this guy. I find that funny. I'm not mad. I just find it funny. Well, I, you find it funny. I, I like the truth. The truth is they had to go convince Kyle Shanahan once again to go get a player. They had to convince him, just like they had to convince him with Jimmy Garoppolo. John Lynch is calling Kyle Shanahan. What do you think about this quarterback? We give up a second-round pick. We need a quarterback. C.J. Beathard is here. Nick Mullins is here. Kirk Cousins is going to Kirk Cousins is going to Minnesota. Kyle, we need a quarterback. And Kyle's like, all right, fine, go trade for Jimmy G. And you know what? That trade worked out. It did. As much as we talk about Jimmy it Garoppolo, did. that second round pick was worth Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, they won that deal hands down. Oh, to bring Jimmy Garoppolo in. So sometimes, sometimes Kyle is his own worst enemy. When it comes to drafting and when it comes to giving up picks. So I find it, I don't find it funny. I find it, you know, a little worrisome that, damn, Kyle, we had to convince you to go get Chris McCaffrey, dude. Well, would you, yeah, okay, now right. I'm asking what? you. Would you, if you were in Kyle's shoes, would you want to hear Jed basically tell the world that, yeah, you're a little out on the Christian McCaffrey trade? I wouldn't have a problem with it. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I just got extended this year. <laughs> That's true. I got equity in this organization. My seat is not even warm. I could be head coach of the 49ers for as long as I want. I have no problem with it. Pat Bowling used to talk a little bit in Denver. Well, Mike said ahead there. They would go head in head. You know, Fodor wants to talk. It's not not a problem. Let's go to Larry in San Francisco. Larry, you got a problem with Jed York speaking today or yesterday? 
No, I don't have a problem with it at all. It's the Super Bowl, man. He's uh, he's wrote a lot of big checks. He can, you know, this is his baby, man. You know, his name is online. When everything falls apart, it's Jeff George's fault. It's Kyle Shanahan's fault. You know, but you know, everybody criticizes him for what he said about Trey Lance and that Brock Purdy thing. You know, I I believe I I believe that's what really happened because uh, when Joe Shasky was going crazy about a pass that Trey Lance threw at practice. One pass, and you can't make a first down in a play, but in a game. But he threw a great pass and at practice. Larry Kruger kept talking about this kid named uh, uh, Brock Purdy. You know about you know how he might be the most smartest quarterback on the team. And so I believe I believe that kind of transpired that way. Yeah, I, I do. T- now, what do you think about this, Larry? Jimmy Garoppolo's on the side field. Sudfield's throwing up in practice. He can't can't buy anything. Right? Can't complete a pass to save his life. I believe that maybe if even if they did believe that Brock Purdy is going to be the guy at some point, my belief is they had to bring Jimmy back to say, you know what, we need a veteran in the quarterback room just possible. in case Trey Lance doesn't work out and we have to go to Brock Purdy very early in his rookie season. This is the last pick of the draft. We can't put him in that position, and we can't have a quarterback who's only had two starts under his belt have a backup with no experience. That's why I believe they brought Jimmy back. I don't think they really wanted to, but it was like, you know what? We've won a lot of games with them. It could be a lot worse. What do you think about that, Larry? Well, no, I, I agree with you. I think I think the reason why Jimmy stayed is because people like me, and then there's people like you guys on the radio, and then there's Grant Cones and Larry Krueger's. If if the whole thing fell, if Trey Lance ended up being what Trey Lance ended up being, if Brock Purdy ended up being the number two hundred sixty-two pick that couldn't throw a pass, couldn't manage a game, couldn't couldn't win a game. People would have got fired, man. So Jimmy G was insurance, I think, you know? Yep. All right. Love it, love it. Leroy may have a differing opinion. Okay. Leroy in Oakland. Yeah. Hey, what, what, what's, what's up, Leroy? Guy? What's up, Leroy? You have a problem hey, with genuine speaking? Man, you know, uh, I do. I do. Um, I just think that he's been quiet all this time. And we're too close to the Super Bowl. And I just feel like you open the door for some players or some coaches to get offended too close to the Super Bowl. And I'm just like, man, if you've got all that to say and you haven't been saying it before, but you come out now because the bright lights are on you and it's the Super Bowl. And in your realm of, you know, uh, yet your realm of GMs and owners, I know you're feeling yourself right now, you know, you and, and, and the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs and, I mean, they're all uh, uh, they're, they're they're all the rage right now, and so the willingness to talk, the willingness, the bright lights get on you now. You want to say something? I just feel like, yeah, man, you might offend some players and some coaches. So you haven't been saying anything. Just let this ride. It's going well. It's too close to the Super Bowl. We're doing great. Hey, save that stuff for the book, man. That that that's book material. You believe it could be a distraction? You really do, I huh? Do. I do. I. I do. I think some coaches and players can could get can get offended, and and they never heard this kind of talk uh, 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 from uh, York before. And I'm just like, why now? Why now? I mean, it's a, act like you've been here before. So yeah, save that stuff for the book. There's a time and place for that See, stuff. That's but not so close to the Super Bowl. That that last part I think is well said. I don't know about offending anyone. These guys are they're big boys. Like all these guys are professionals and they're handsomely compensated and they all like this team more than any other 
is really professional. They're a very professional and, group. I don't think and, they're offended. And why would the players but, be offended when these are compliments to the players? That's a compliment to Chris McCaffrey. No, I don't. I that's don't a th- compliment yeah, to Brock think, Purdy. But I, I do hear him on the, like, there's a time and a place, and that's kind of where I stand. Like, I just look at like the karma and the football gods, and if well, you're not going to talk during the the whole entire season, um, you know, I would just wait till the year's over. Like we didn't hear you last year, you know. So, and I go when you go to the Super Bowl, you want to stick your chest out, and that's and I get that point of view. I really do. Again, B, I'm, no one's crushing him. No he, he one's running him out of town. Some, he would have had to speak at some point next week. Media obligations, right? Don't the owners I don't know. I don't, don't know the owners that. speak every week? I, I know. know Robert Kraft used to always speak during Super Bowl week. Always be at a podium. I don't know. Always. Robert Kraft was always talking. Always. So I don't... I, I, I mean, I don't see how a player could be offended by what Jay York said. If anything, if I'm Christian McCaffrey, I'm like... Hell yeah, my owner thought I was worth all that and more. Brock Purdy's listening to that. It's like, damn. Yeah, hell yeah. My quarter, my head coach recognized me right away. The players would feel good about what Jed said. Now, if it's Kyle, you have to ask Kyle about that as you're listening to 957 the game. <laughs> KGMG FM and AC1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Just log on to search YouTube and Twitch and Search, excuse me, just log on to search 95.7 The Game and be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. It's smart choice for low auto low rates and super simple online application process. Shout out to the Comcast Business Text Line. It is a football Friday brought to you by Flag and Anthem. Possibly. Shameless shout outs coming up at 745. Shameless shout outs at 745. Now, remember this back in, what was this, 2014, 2015? Low call and I had Jake York if he could fire himself. Let's hear it. We haven't accomplished enough. I own this football team. You don't dismiss owners. I'm sorry that that's the facts and that's the case, but that's the fact. And I'm going to do everything that I can to get this right. This isn't about a business and running an operation to make money. We're making sure that we're doing everything that we can to reestablish this culture. That was 2016. Lowell Cole asked him, Senator Rosa Press Democrat, back in the day, he's retired now. Will you fire yourself? And he goes, you don't dismiss <laughs> that's such a, that's a, Right. <laughs> was that the question? Yeah. <laughs> Would you fire yourself? That's a... I mean, who, I mean it, what, what answer do you expect to get when you ask that question? question but, but Remember you, people were asking Shanahan to fire himself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I remember on. at one point, like, what, Lowell Cohen hit him with the say something line. I always remember that from that press. Look, here's what I would say to Jed, uh, in, in regards to Jed. There was a point in time he made, he made a couple of bad hires in a row. He got rid of those people it's like more so than like the escrow for the team the players that you're paying for this is the area where i think he deserves the credit for being this is what like what i'll listen to is he was paying for three coaches simultaneously when he hired kyle shanahan that does not go to the salary cap that is not part of what your obligations are to spend on your team because you have to spend x amount on your team the coaching staff and all that none of that counts toward the cap he deserves tremendous Tremendous credit for firing Tom Sula after one year, firing Chip Kelly after one year, and finding a way to land Kyle Shanahan, who had options, and then getting him a really, really, really good staff. In retrospect, look at the staff that has left Kyle Shanahan that he started with and all the different coaches that he's hired. Anthony Lynn's on the sideline. I see him every single week. That guy's a former coach. You know, why look at the Chargers situation and what have people been saying about the Chargers for 20 years? They don't spend on coaches. They're cheap. Well, think about this. I want you to listen to the end of this. The end of it is more important to me than anything. Let me hear it. 
we haven't accomplished enough. I own this football team. You don't dismiss owners. I, I'm sorry that that's the facts and that's the case, but that's the fact. And I'm going to do everything that I can to get this right. This isn't about a business and running an operation to make money. We're making sure that we're doing everything that we can to reestablish this culture. Doing everything we can to reestablish this culture, and I'm going to do everything I can to make it right. I think he's done that. Kyle Wildly. Jed York. Jed York, under his watch, the 49ers have appeared at seven NFC title games. Now, when did he start running the squad? Say 06, 07? No, not even that. It was like, I would 08. say 07, 08 when he texted right. Adam Schefter that we were going to have a worldwide search and we found right. Mike Singletary. He's in our locker room. So, seven NFC title games. After Mike Marks wanted the job. Under Jed York, seven NFC title games. It's pretty damn good. Oh, it's really good. I mean, outside of the Patriots and Kansas City and who else? Three Super Bowl chap uh, well, appearances. No, but I mean, who else, who else is even, like, I know there are teams that have won, like the Eagles have right. been to, what, two Super Bowls in that yep. time frame yep. and won one. How many other organizations would trade spots with the Niners in a heartbeat? 27? Yeah, 28? Exactly. So he said back in 2016, he's going to do everything he can to make it right and everything he can to reestablish a culture. And look at us now. Look at us now, 49er fans. Got to give Jed York his flowers. Well, I, and I would got to give Jed York his flowers. If th- if you're a little offended because he spoke yesterday, I'm sorry. You probably just have something against Jed York. I have no problem with him speaking. And you know what? He's earned that clout. He's earned that equity to come out and speak whenever he wants to because he doesn't speak a lot. And when he does, he actually says something. And he said something yesterday that was, wow, okay. And he's put his money where his mouth is. And now we have a premium football team. Jerseys are selling off the rack. Primetime games. Levi's has become the spot to be. They're 6-0 in the playoffs at home at Levi's Stadium. I had no problem with Jed. Talk your talk, Jed. We applaud it when Joe Lacob does it. We get mad at the Giants for not speaking enough. How many times did you guys yell about the Johnsons? The Johnsons need to come out and speak. The Johnsons need to come out well, and they speak. Never, but they never show themselves. Well, Jed York has kind of come, fallen I back. I know, but what I would say is that, you know, I want to I want to see you after the 2020 season when you get kicked out and go to Arizona. You know, like I wanted to see you after the 2021 season and after the 2020. So like to to me you got again, to NFC Championship games. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it wasn't like you lost. I, I didn't say that, but like, let your cook. You, all right, let your cook. My theory is, I want to see you in good times and in bad. Just be consistent. That's all. Okay, I think he'll do that. He that was 2016 when that clip came out. Held a press well, he in 2016. Fi- he had fired right Chip Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, he was so. down bad. For what you're asking for, he did that in 2016. And he said he was going to make it right and reestablish the culture. Check, 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 check. All right, more coming up on the roast. Brought to you by Fremont Bank Full Service Banking. No compromises. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 